Remember those black boxes that took over your timeline a couple of weeks back? They were supposed to mark actual change in the music industry. So, has anything changed? It's Tuesday, June 16th, and this is The Current Music News. I'm Jade. And I'm Jay. It's been two weeks since the music industry marked Blackout Tuesday with public statements, black boxes, and some nine-figure donations. We previously looked at all the conversation around that day, which included some calls for real changes in the music industry that go beyond words. Chances for changes right now look pretty good, better than they have in years, but some words are changing as well. Case in point, the Grammys. Ever since the term urban music gained popularity back in the 1970s, there have been calls to stop it because urban music is typically just sort of a synonym for black music. And a lot of artists have said they get pigeonholed as urban artists instead of having people actually listen to their music and categorize it for what it truly is. Well, now Bloomberg reports that Warner Music and iHeartMusic are both going to be phasing out that term, which is great. Uh, another place that's going to be phasing that term out is the Grammys, like Jay was talking about. So they are technically just changing the way they use the word urban. So uh, let's see, this is Best Urban Contemporary Album. That is no longer the case. It's going to be, from now on, uh, the Best Progressive R&B Album which feels slightly pandering to some artists who say they think that that category, just like the best rap category, are going to be these backhanded compliments that keep black artists out of the top categories. That is exactly how Tyler, the Creator, put it after accepting the Best Rap Album Award this past January for his album, Igor, which really does not have that much rapping in it. On one side, I'm very grateful that uh, what I made could just be, you know, uh, acknowledged in a world like this. Um, but also, it sucks that whenever we, and I mean guys that look like me, do anything that's genre bending or that's anything, they always put it in a rap or urban category. And I don't like that urban word. It's just a politically correct way to say the N-word to me. So w when I hear that, I'm just like, why can't we just be in pop? You know what I mean? So I, I felt like half of me feels like the the rap nomination was a backhanded compliment like oh uh my little cousin wants to play the game let's give him the unplugged controller so he could shut up and feel good about it that that's what it felt like a bit but another half of me is very grateful that the art that i made could be acknowledged on a level like this when i don't do the radio stuff i'm not played in target i'm in a whole different world than what a lot of people here listen to so i'm grateful and like eh. Another name change involves the country trio formerly known as Lady Antebellum. They're now known simply as Lady A. For now. Well, in United States history, the word antebellum generally refers to the South before the Civil War. That is, the place and time when slavery was still a thing. The group have said that the name was originally inspired by the architectural style of the house where they took their first band photos, and the band's Dave Haywood previously said the name felt, quote, kind of country and nostalgic. 
well, not too nostalgic for Black Americans. As the band acknowledged in a recent statement, they said they're going to change their name, and they said they've discovered, quote, blind spots we didn't even know existed. As it happens, another of those blind spots involved the artist who was already using the name Lady A, a veteran blues singer, an African-American woman. The band has now apologized to her. We'll just see where this goes, but I uh, hope they didn't start printing that Lady A merch already. So, names are changing hopefully for the better. And now money actually might start changing hands as well. Uh, so there was this big call uh, for labels to respond to the fact that for years there's been these contracts for Black artists that have really put the Black artist at a disadvantage. And so BMG said that they're going to be reassessing all of its historic record contracts, which is pretty huge. In a statement to artists and managers uh, just last week, BMG's CEO, uh, that would be Hartwick Mossage, said that while BMG only began operations in 2008, we have acquired many old catalogs. If there are any inequities or anomalies, we'll create a plan to address them within 30 days. Last Friday, I had the chance to connect with Nabil Ayers, who's the U.S. general manager for the label 4AD. For the New York Times, he recently interviewed Ed Eckstein, who was the first black person to be appointed head of a major label in the U.S. We talked about that conversation. We talked about how Nabil experienced the music industry's genre segregation when he owned a record store in Seattle, and about what he made of all the Blackout Tuesday activity. That's the current music news. We'll continue to follow all these stories, so like and follow us, you can be sure to catch those updates. My full interview with Nabil Ayers will be up tomorrow at thecurrent.org. And uh, for our last clip for you, the way we will say goodbye today, it's sort of Jay and I almost patting ourselves on the back because a couple of weeks ago, uh, when we were talking about what would really get us out to see concerts again, uh, we both kind of came to the conclusion that there is a specific band that really knows how to do this the right way. Like the only band I can see possibly pulling this kind of thing off is Flaming Lips. Wayne Coyne's gonna get in his gerbil ball, he's gonna get all slathered up with hand sanitizer, Miley Cyrus is gonna have her own ball, they're gonna roll around. I don't know, I'm not quite ready to go Why don't we yet. all get our own little hamster balls, Jay? And then all of us can just, you know, enjoy the concert in our own little bubble. Oh, what a year, what a year, what a year. <laughs> and believe it or not, it actually happened. Uh, so this is The Flaming Lips last week on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Now performing Race for the Prize from their album, The Soft Bulletin. Ladies and gentlemen, it's The Flaming Lips.